0: That is yeah. that today has not been the day that I was planning to have. Well, it
1: still, it still sounds like it was exciting. Like it had, was you know, exciting, <laughs> some new experiences. It was exciting. All right, it's so not let's uh, I guess let's I move
2: could. on and let this be a mystery to anybody who's listening in right now. Yeah,
1: uh, huh. hey, everybody, welcome to the pre show. It's where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. There's three of us back. I don't know where Adam is,
2: Adam just like. It falls off. off the face of the earth a few times Adam so, comes and goes
1: as he pleases oh i, I i'm cool with it I just, he's on special assignment. i like to hear from him yes <laughs> we always say that uh news we talked about godzilla last week but i figured oh. i'd get dave i wanted to get adams I, anyway just gotta
2: take what you can get at this point Gomer. ah
1: uh, Marvel summer event, got some more teasers, uh, a, a couple of DC announcements uh, that are kind of TV movie tie-ins, which is fun. That's weird. Ooh,
0: that sounds interesting. Uh,
1: double dose of Daredevil news from the comics. Uh, Iron Man is popping the question. It's weird. And then Book of Boba Fett, which was...
0: Mandalorian season two. Yeah, uh, it was
1: awesome.
2: season three, episode one of The Mandalorian, which was cool, but but know. yeah,
1: a lot of people are not upset about that. We got some food news a uh, comic book on a football one and then peak fast food. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, no moment of destruction this week.
0: Can we can. talk about the Marvel Zombies Kickstarter real quick or during the uh, show?
1: I don't have pictures of it, but yeah, that you could talk be about, your what you've been doing. Yeah, thing. you can talk uh, about anything you want in segment one. Okay. Uh, And then top three, we'll, of course, talk about The Return of Saga. That's the big news week, but Mm -hmm. not my favorite book, but still. I I have a rule where I don't put Saga. It's sort of retired from the top. It's like an every weeker. Every time it comes out, it'll be the one. Well,
2: I obviously do not have that rule. I constantly shuffle in the same books into my top
1: three. Thank God Immortal Hulk ended. (laughs) Uh, Fuck Anything you. <laughs> else? Anything, anything else you guys want to talk about? Did y'all see the Halo TV show trailer? Um, not yet. Um,
0: uh, I think I saw something. I, I know I saw it. No, the Lord it was like a full Ring trailer.
1: One. You would know it. It had Cortana in it. It had it was pretty rad, dude. It was I mean uh, I think it's uh, what you'd expect from I it. might have to like look for it.
0: Where What what streaming is it going to be on? I think it's going to Paramount. Be on,
1: yeah, it's going to be on Paramount. Okay, so that was probably why I haven't seen it. Anything else we should add to the show? I we miss you, Adam. Yeah, we miss you, Adam. All right, let's go ahead and do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got a segment one, show and tell. Uh-huh. I don't like it. I don't blame you. I don't like it either. <laughs> oh,
0: Is it another Transformer?
1: No, it's not.
0: It's an, an G.I. No, Joe.
1: It, it's a Joe, yeah. A
0: Joe. I
1: saw some pictures of the Alley Vipings and I'm like, holy crap. I got those on pre order, dude. I don't really want to spoil the surprise, but I bought a case. Check them for three Alley Vipings. Three. three? another episode of this in comics outright geekers comic book shit talk show Shit talk show! it's gomer taylor aka david thanks for coming back dave uh hey. yeah i did i got a flint
0: uh, oh
1: he's pretty basic uh probably the coolest thing is he comes with a gun that has articulation built in Ooh. so it's like you can reload the the shotgun his shoddy that's nice that's nice he comes with Does a sidearm he- here does he also
0: uh, come with uh, a PSA where he's in the boys' bathroom?
1: No. He doesn't come with a backpack either, or really a hole access for a backpack, which is did, odd, is unique for these figures. Did he come he with does, a
0: backpack as the original figure?
1: I, I don't know, but he came with a hole for backpacks. Well, all the Joes had that. But he doesn't, which is unique. Uh, his vest covers it, but his beret, his little black beret comes off. Oh. Nice. So he I mean, can get down on hand and
0: knee and propose uh, to uh <laughs>
1: to Lady Jay, and it's 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 got a nice oh I didn't do it it snaps it didn't snap that time fuck off Flint very cool character very fun figure can't wait to get my stream set dioramas dude I'm so excited I'm gonna do a ah. video for him too hopefully they'll send me some freebies anyway what did you guys do this week anything cool.
2: Um, I, I did work. finally get around to watching the first episode of Peacemaker.
1: Oh, how's that? I haven't picked that up yet. I'm waiting for the whole thing to be there so I can get a month of HBO and It
2: was pretty it. fun. I just watched the first episode and you know, it was funny. Yeah. And um James Gunn is directing it, so you know, they are kind of leaning into the whole like this is like stupid but endearing, you know, that thing he know. specializes
1: in. Sure, sure. So yeah, it was
2: a fun first episode. His dad is a real piece of shit,
1: and uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. The memes are awesome, uh, and Dave wants to talk about this Kickstarter dream come true. Uh, it it, it made its money back times four, and it like, made its money back like within
0: minutes. fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, it is amazing, dude.
0: So basically, Cool Mini or Not has put out their fiftieth Kickstarter, which is the Marvel Zombie Side Kickstarter. You play as superhero zombies in it, devouring civilians, and you have uh, uh, non-zombie heroes fighting them.
1: What What is the name of it?
0: It's called Marvel Zombies, but it's a Marvel. It's Zombie Side for Marvel Zombies.
1: Uh, I think I found it. Let me. Uh, let me go ahead and share share my screen.
0: But they have. They have. Uh, Everybody can see the two the two offerings they have uh that you get with the kickstarter are essentially yeah, uh, the, uh the regular heroes and you have the x-men resistance which has a really cool thing in it where they show jamie madrox is a bunch of zombies yeah that's right uh, they have they have the I mean, look at that figure. thing
1: dude look at that thing that I is the tier it,
0: i'm in right now i could probably make it bigger that is that has an interchangeable head. Uh, cool Mini it's has done work. very large miniatures in the past, and this one is. That larger... is really
2: cool, but I wish it wasn't monochrome. You, you know? can paint, I it. Think paint it. They'll paint it. I'm sure, it. But, is... but sure. I, don't in know. The first I feel like image. I'm not excited about want... having to paint it myself. I guess that makes no, me, you... you know.
1: No, you won't. Outside Bill, of they, the they, obvious, they, they paint it, don't they? It, no, they don't paint that. You shit. can. You got to paint it your fucking self. If you're if you're into tabletop
0: miniatures and uh, war gaming and stuff, this isn't a big deal.
2: I know, but
1: I'm not I recognize that, that so. like I'm
2: somewhat unusual as somebody who plays a lot of D anD D and doesn't give a
0: shit about figurines. I'm it's, not but, crafty, you know, dude. still.
1: I'm just not crafty. Well, you, at if all.
0: you're not crafty, you don't have to worry about painting them. But it's uh, just a
1: big purple guy.
0: It's a big purple guy. Yeah, it's no, Barney the dinosaur I going, Oh,
1: you, you eat me. We're a zombie family. <laughs>
2: but the actual sculpt itself is pretty rad. Like, I oh, like no, it's, the, uh, it's the look there. Cool, yeah.
1: Dude. And yeah, it, like it said, it made like billions of dollars. It's,
0: it's awesome. all right. It, as it shows, it's at uh, $5.7 million or $5.3 million. And yeah. you get uh, zombie fight electrodes. And it's four days from now It ends. Awesome. So there's, they're so talking. You got in on that. You got I got in on it in the big one. Wow. So, uh, uh, You're there is talk.
1: Bro. You want to go out You get some coffee?
0: <laughs> well, I, I actually, I knew this thing was coming and I put money I away know, for I it.
1: Know. So let's uh, do news. Let's do news. Uh, are you done talking well, about this I was awesome just, thing? It's, it's more like bragging now at this point.
0: Well, they're talking about, there's going to be, there potentially could be one additional add-on box that you'd have to be extra that you can add to the purchase, but they're talking about a spider verse box.
1: Well, so now it's not really incentives then.
0: Well, after certain, they have like other boxes you can buy. They have a fantastic. Aren't incentives
1: added in for free?
0: Yeah, those incentives have already been are being met right now, but they've got other other boxes you can get.
2: I'd assume that Spider-Man would be one of the first ones you get, but is this like other Spider characters? This
0: is other. This is supposed to be other Spider characters like Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen, and maybe a Agent that's Venom cool. and stuff. It's rumored that now it hasn't appeared yet, but that's I the rumor. One.
1: I want one. All right, let's do news. <laughs> Man, that's a pretty good week for for news. Uh, we did talk about this last week, but Dave, you're the a much bigger fan of Godzilla and Kaiju. They announced a spinoff series at Apple TV. <sighs>
0: This is the one involving the
1: Monster Universe, uh, the 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 Legendary Verse. It's following. uh, It is in the Monster Verse, yes. Following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking new reality that monsters are real, the series explores one family's journey to uncover the secrets uh, and Monarch and all that. So it's going to take place after the events of 2014's Godzilla.
0: and the, But before the events of King of the Monsters. Of everything else. And Calm. Yeah. Of okay. everything
1: else, yeah. So what are your thoughts on that as a Godzilla it, fan?
0: If I had Apple TV,
1: I would be excited for this. and oh my I God. might have you to get, get Apple it. TV. It's not like... I can't get Apple TV. No, you can go buy Apple TV. It's I probably, like, I will it's think like about six
2: it. Six bucks a month or something. Dude, so. it's
1: the best bargain too. It's got a lot of cool shows, man. I mean, it's got a lot of cool shows. It's a good uh, bargain for a month or two.
0: Maybe after this whole uh, Legend of Maybe Box after Rock I, of the I pay off
1: the mortgage, the second mortgage I had to get to buy this Galactus fucking <laughs> Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> But I, you
2: uh, know I, the time frame. Like I figured, it had to be that right because after King of the Monsters, and it's, it's so
1: it, convoluted. Well, like, that, but people are all gone.
2: people are all like pretty cool on Godzilla after King of the Monsters. You know, so yeah, that takes away know. a lot of your drama.
0: Well, they were, I think they were pretty cool uh, after yeah. Godzilla. They reached the point where it's
2: like you know we've learned to live with Godzilla. Just you know, as long as we don't like build Godzilla, you know he won't come and bother us. But yeah. then you know.
0: They went and built Mechagodzilla. Classic mistake. Dumb
1: asses. Dumb asses. Uh, all right. So uh, back to other news, comic book news. Uh, that's coming out. There's no date yet for that. It has a series order, though, at happened. Uh, there were some Judgment Day teasers released. This is leading up to the big Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals. Uh, s- speaking broadly, I'm pro-hubris, but how on earth do you think we're going to make a god in a few hours? Tony Stark. Uh, and that's what these are just three different quotes from three different members of those teams uh this to me seems like they're going to awaken their their home where they're living the big celestial probably i mean that's yeah. presumably
2: the source of beef they have with the um, avengers that uh, well, they're living sure. in a, a, oh actually in the Eternals last week they actually did like directly set up a conflict with the avengers but you got to figure that they're not super cool about them living in the uh hollowed out corpse of their god so yeah
1: right uh and then we get this one from drewig uh the eternal more for a million years earth has been protected from the deviance but we made a mistake we missed some the mutants so that's a direct statement of war you know right there that's kind of interesting hmm uh, and then I was we'll wondering get... how the hell the X-Men
2: were had anything to do with this. Yeah, so, Well, they but...
1: do. There was a what-if story, but it had a backup story that was like Lost Tales of the Marvel Universe that is technically canon that does sort of allude to the fact that when the Celestial, whatever, Progenitor, Pro-something, whatever his fucking name is. They all have weird names. Thanks, Kirby. Uh, he created humans with the X-Gene in them. You know okay. what I mean? You know how, like, he cre- they created Deviants, then they created Eternals, then they changed, like, apes or whatever, Neanderthals.
2: It's easy to lose track of just how Dude, many, right? like, human offshoot species from alien meddling, you know, there are, because that's the that's Inhumans, that apparently it's the X-Men. Oh, uh, I'm gonna
1: get to that in a minute, but... Uh, either way, with these teasers, that's definitely uh, a de- declaration of war. And then we have uh, Irene. There will always be war. That's the one thing we can always be sure of. That's funny because she's like can tell the future. That's sort of a lame one. It feels like the X-Men are being pulled into this just because they're like the real popular ones right now. But... Is it going to be another decade of just event after event where we're all fighting? The good guys are all fighting each other. I mean... We
2: can probably expect it to come up at least once every three to five years.
1: Man, that's nuts, dude. It seems like it's the same thing over and over. Devil's Reign is literally doing that sort of same thing that Civil War did. It's doing it differently. It's got a different tone. Well, that doesn't
2: have hero v. hero, which is what you're talking about here. Sure,
1: but it still feels like...
2: You're like wrong about that. But anyway, um a few years ago they did Empire that was initially kind of being pushed as like Fantastic Four versus Avengers, but they dropped that really fast, so I don't know if yeah. that really counts. The last time we properly had Hero V Hero was Civil War Two, and that was like five Not or six bad. years ago now. Oh yeah, that was garbage. No, we had Avengers yeah, versus
1: X Men.
2: That was before.
1: Oh was God that, that was that- Avengers before?
2: versus X Men was like two Oh yeah, years that ago. was
1: that was before Civil War Two, because that's what Civil War was all about. That one inhuman, right?
2: Yeah, the um, the dude Ulysses. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't believe you remember that shit. That event was so bad. It was I just so
2: remember terrible. him for having like a dumb name mostly, yeah. <laughs> but oh well.
1: But. I don't know. And again, I get what you're saying with Devil's Reign. It's not really the same thing. But it kind of feels the same when the Fantastic Four are in jail, when two members are breaking. Okay, sure. Heroes being
2: – it definitely has like the heroes are being persecuted yes, angle of Civil that's, War, that's, but that's it doesn't have the hero is. be hero angle.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, that's what this is going to lean into. It's got to lean into that where, oh, God, these heroes got it so bad because they're heroes. Well, this, it seems too,
2: like they're right? just going entirely on the, like – here we come up with an excuse for these teams to fight each other. They're going to fight each other type yeah. of thing. I don't know if it's going to be too much of that other thing,
1: but it is Kieran Gillen right in the overall story. So it is probably going to be more eternal centric, uh, which is fine. Uh, but I'm sure there's also going to be a shit ton of tie-ins. you know, Aaron, it's, yeah. a, it's an event. Aaron's going to get in on it. Uh, the X-Men, the main book, I would expect it to get over, you know, into that.
2: I mean, as long as it's the main writers doing it and like, you know, I, I trust them to write good stories. We've already seen yeah. them like tie into events and do a good job of it, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're so. the only one reading eternals.
2: Um, yeah, I so, believe I am.
1: I mean, is it I don't know. <laughs> is it leaning into this at all? I mean, you said there was sort of a thing with the Avengers last week, but I don't know. The
2: main thing they're dealing with in Eternals right now is that like Thanos got elected president of the Eternals, basically.
1: He's an Eternal.
2: Yes, and so that's what they're dealing with.
1: Yeah, Um, Billy Bat. We kind
2: of wrapped up a subplot of that last issue, and they were like going to talk to Ajax, and Ajax, hey, you know that's cool and everything. Let's go kick the shit out of the Avengers, and you know, just seems like we're kind of veering into that now instead. Oh.
1: Well, all right. Well, we'll talk about that when we get more. Again, it's real early. That's a summer event, so we're talking at least two months. <laughs> While
2: we're, we're dumping know. on Civil War Two, like the whole premise that like, hey, we found this guy who can see the future. Oh, okay. Should we like get him together with like the seventeen other people know. we know who can see the future? It's weird, dude. Yeah, just,
1: that never. <laughs> Let's form
2: a sense. consensus. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. not a unique thing in the Marvel universe. There're dime made a dozen.
1: Any sense to me. Well, whatever. Yeah, that was Bendis on his last legs, man. Man, that was that was a bad note to go out on. Yeah. All right, DC announces, and these are the all TV tie-ins, Earth Prime. Earth Prime is a three-month, six-issue event set entirely in DC's popular hero TV shows.
2: So it's an Arrowverse comic line? It's an Arrowverse comic
1: line. Dude, I've been saying they should have done this for years.
2: It just years. does seem like something that they should have been doing by now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it seems like all, on that popularity. It seems like such low hanging fruit. And yeah, David's right. I think that we've passed its their prime at this point. Yeah, like, Earth
1: Prime, not, not no pun intended. Oh
2: yeah, no pun intended there. But yeah, the uh, the the salad days of the Arrowverse are probably behind it now. Like Flash doesn't seem to be as popular as it used to. Arrow is, itself is you know ended Gone. for a few years now.
1: Yeah, and they're talking about this being the last season of Flash as well. So it's kinda like, Oh, yeah. let's get in, um, oh, we still can. What do you They're mean?
2: striking while the iron is ice cold.
1: Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Still, it's pretty cool if you're a fan of that. Yeah, that's cool stuff. I'm not really a fan.
2: It's a cool thing to have, but sure. it does beg the question, why didn't you do this before?
1: Yeah. So each of the first five issues spotlights a different uh, CWDC superhero. And the sixth is going to be a crossover finale. Ryan Wilder is... So essentially, uh, it's just the same thing they're doing in the television series. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, This is co-written by series writers Natalie Abram and Kelly Larson. Uh, Series cast member Cameras Johnson is also doing some writing. Uh, and art is by Clayton Henry and then Superman and Lois in the second one. Now, this show just kind of started, you know, with their kids. It's only, it's, it's relatively only, young. Yeah, it's in the first or second season. And I watched a couple episodes. It's solid. It reminds me of like Smallville, the sequel in a way, you know? Uh, yeah, sure. I
2: mean, it's not to say that like the Arrow versus shows have gotten bad. I'm just saying like they've been
1: around for a while. They
2: ha- I feel like they've gone past their peak popularity. Yeah, you know? for sure.
1: For sure. Oh, This is uh, uh, Jay Jameson. I don't know. Oh, series writers Adam Malinger, Jay Jameson, and Andrew Wongjoy. DC fan favorite artists Tom Grumman and Norm Ratman. Damn, that is a lot of creators on one book. In a story, spotlighting, uh Clark and Lois's first anniversary. So there you go. How is it their first anniversary? I guess it's going to be a story because they got Isn't kids. Isn't that
2: their two teenage yeah, kids like, like teenage
1: kids With like weird yeah. powers themselves. So, all right. So that'll be cool. I say I have been saying this for a long time. Comics should take more advantage of the popularity of shit going on on the screen, and have tie-ins to those universes filled in. Marvel has done it very little, very little. Just well, yeah, like I mean you Coulson see things books. like
2: the current Nick Fury in the Marvel comic universe is uh, Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury. Sure, you know sure. they replaced old Nick Fury, so they do do that.
1: Well, and they didn't really replace him. That was just like the ultimate one kind of brought over.
2: Yeah. Kind of, sort of, not literally the
1: one brought over.
2: It's like his son is like the explanation they're using. Yeah.
1: But I mean, like, there were direct adaptations, stories taken out of the MCU that Marvel did. You know, very few and far between. But DC really hasn't done much of this shit at all. And it's about time they did. They should be taking advantage of that stuff. No, it's been 50 or 40 fucking years. We just now got Batman and Superman from the 80s. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, with like Finally Batman '88 and like Superman '79 and all that.
1: Yeah, uh, double dose of Daredevil news. Uh, Daredevil or Devil's Reign Omega will come out. It's going to be Zadarski, Rafael De La Torre, favor around here, uh, for actually doing the second best work on a really good book, uh, and more tell stories about the shocking final moments and aftermath uh, of Devil's Reign. So this is coming in May. It's going to be sort of a summary issue after the event, sort of like the cool down, like an uh, epilogue. Yeah, and they they do this. Uh, yeah, this on- is common enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Huck Lee is doing this cover, which is beautiful cover.
0: It is a nice cover,
1: and this is all to get ready to kick off. A new Daredevil comic by, yes, Zdarsky and Chichetto. They're just basically relaunching the title. They are.
0: He's being pretty consistent with this Daredevil run. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, he, it's. I, there I have mean, been a lot of amazing Daredevil runs, but this is definitely. Yeah, weird. like.
2: Pound for pound, Daredevil has had the most good writing.
1: 100% dude. But yeah.
2: yeah, this is probably suited for people like me who did not read Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil Run, but are picking up Devil's Reign. Yes. And so 100%. yeah, this is they're they're courting me specifically here yeah. I think, right?
1: Taylor yeah.
2: and hey, it'll probably work. I'm liking Devil's Reign. I think he's doing a good work with the character. So yeah, I'll probably pick this up.
1: Yeah, I I loved his Daredevil Run. You should really go back and read it. I, I should. I should
2: get those volumes. It's
1: really good. Uh, But yeah, this will come out, I think, in June. Yeah, in June. So I'm stoked. I want more Chip and Marco on Daredevil, please. Thank you. Uh, All right, another sort of screen shit. And this is fucking crazy, dude. So this is a prelude to the Warner Brothers movie, Flash, The Fastest Man Alive. This April, Kenny Porter and Ricardo Lopez-Ortiz will combine the worlds of movies and comics. They act like it's such a big deal in the solicit. Uh, It's a three issue monthly series that leads up to the flash, the movie coming out from Warner brothers. So in this Barry Allen's world saving adventure with the justice league has driven central city favorite son to become a truly skilled and inspirational superhero. But when a new threat by the name of girder emerges in central city, Barry turns to Batman for training. April 26th. 48 page debut. Uh dude, I don't know about this. This is fucking weird to me, dude.
2: I mean, it's, it's basically really weird. Like kind of a adaptation of the Snyder movies, yeah.
1: I mean, that's got to be what it is. It's his Batman is it's Batfleck in there. Yeah, so it's wild to me. They did
2: frame Barry as like this like inexperienced rookie and like we are getting like a you know, close brush to Dark Knight returns era Batman in the Cider movies. So yeah, I mean I could that that could be a dynamic that works. We have like the grizzled vet and the you know yeah. cocky young upstart or whatever. Well, I don't know, man. I'm not gonna pick it up, but <laughs> I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna yeah. check
1: it out. It's only three issues. So
2: the premise could work.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for that flash movie, dude. You know?
2: I mean I'm sure it'll be okay. But I always have a little bit of concern about something that has spent this long in development hell.
1: Yeah, they had a lot of disruptions, though. I don't know. Yes,
2: but it's rare for movies that take this long to for them to figure out what they even want to do with it. It's rare for those to turn out well, you know. Not wrong. No, that can happen. Like Deadpool came out. That was great. That's been like a
1: decade in development hell. I heard there's going to be like five Batmans in it. Anyway, uh, last bit of news before we talk about Fett. Uh, Tony is going to ask Pat to marry marry him. Chris Cantwell and Angel Unzueta are doing this in Iron Man number 20 out in uh, May. I don't know what to think about this. It's weird. It is, Uh, because it's not
0: not a character, that uh, a ship that you would normally associate with. Well, she's been a part
2: of the current run on Iron Man. She was there at the very first issue of the current run. Yeah,
1: even before that, when he was still doing his other stuff.
2: It's not completely out of left field, but anyone who hasn't been reading that current run on Iron Man, this probably comes as a... Whoa, what the fuck happened it should here? You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not like reading it should Iron be, Man. So it, I mean, be, like- it feels
1: like it should be a bigger deal, you know. I don't know. Anyway, fuck that. Boba Fett. Everybody Boba watch Fett. Fett. Boba Fett? I did. Yep. Uh, Boba Fett. Uh it was an epic episode. It was everything that you look for in, in Star Wars uh, on the Disney Plus screen. Uh, but it wasn't Boba Fett. It was an episode. Yeah,
2: this was an episode of The Mandalorian. It was straight up an episode of The Mandalorian, season yeah. two point five. No, it's season three, episode one. This is what it, they would have started the next season with.
1: It's it's weird because I mean, we knew Mando was going to join. All right, as soon as they said we're going to hire some muscle, right? But I was not expecting them to give us. I, I mean, they gave us more lore on Mandalore and Mandalorians and the Knight of a Thousand Tears and all of this insane stuff
2: yeah that was rad as hell like this
1: is this is is like a very
0: terminator-esque moment in in that show that but that's uh
1: i had episode like prequels you know with droids doing all the fighting and it's like wow you know the empire did that kind of shit too you know
0: yeah but this is this a lot of this stuff that they're talking about really does tie into like the last the last season of clone wars Sure. The final episodes take place on essentially Mandalore. Yeah. So there's a lot of that being tied in.
2: uh, Yeah, we Definitely
1: tied in here. Yeah, we also
2: got like Boba Fett's like, he's like apostate now with his sect of the Mandalorians, as I guess we knew he would be. And uh, we're getting some of the lore on the Darksaber, you know? It has like this mystical. um,
1: I had some problems with that. Yeah. These Mandalore's. These Mandalorian don't make any sense. All right. They literally say, oh, we're all about unity and solidarity. The opposite of the Jedi, remember that? Yeah. And then the then the armor is like, uh, well, fuck Bo Katan and fuck you too, Din. Fuck both y'all motherfuckers. Get out. And it's like, wait, what? Well, what, the Mandalorian... they broke the rules. You motherfuckers deserve to go extinct. You guys are dumb. Uh the spear. Oh, Beskar. We can't use Beskar to make weapons. We got to use it to make armor. Oh, the dark saber? That's a weapon made out of Beskar. What? What are you? What are you talking? Well, like, I mean, I guess uh, she couldn't very
2: well sand? melt down the dark saber since it has such not. like an important. He, he also said, she also said.
0: She also said that. She also said it was forged from a different type of uh, a different still, type of forging of Mestar.
1: That would just make better. I don't know.
0: I do kind
2: of wish that he got to keep his cool spear. Yeah. But
1: well, once you got the dark saber, you don't need a, no stinking spear. Fair
2: enough, but he isn't particularly good with the Darksaber. He's yet. not. Although that he was a cool a fight scene.
1: He's just so bad with it. Yeah, I, he injured I, I,
2: himself in that opening fight, but <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. cool opening fight. It was cool to see Mando back in action, but I will say this. This should not have been episode five of the Book of Boba Fett. This should, should have, have been put- episode one of season three of The Mandalorian.
1: They should have put Boba Fett in it in between Mandal- yeah. the Mandalorian doing his thing. It was just a straight up. OK, because what we've gotten used to in this show are these flashbacks where it goes back and forth. And it tell, it's telling basically two different stories, how we got to where we are and where we're going from where we are right now. It's setting up what's going to happen while telling us how we got to where we are. This did not do that at all. This broke the mold and was literally, like you guys have been saying, an episode of The Mandalorian that just happened to tie in at the end because of some characters. Yeah, I mean, I get well, from, like a,
2: from like a timeline standpoint, there is a justification yeah. for putting it here. But from a storytelling standpoint, no, I don't think you should have made this well, would episode you like about
0: Mandalorian. Would you like to have either. watched an episode explaining how The Mandalorian got the Naboo Starfighter? <laughs> Let's just don't fucking include that then. I mean, you have a choice. <laughs> like you could
2: just say like, "Hey, I'm here looking for a new ride." Um, while you're I'm right. here, sure, I'll help you with this crime syndicate. You're you know? absolutely
1: right, dude. You did not right.
2: have to include it. That being said, I love the starfighter. That was a really cool, like, uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah. It's a what cool, if, like, what if it's, this his is his the arsenal. same
1: starfighter that Anakin used? I right. don't. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> the but, yeah, of course it is. Of, of course it is. It's already canon. I mean, I we had
2: a right uh, freaking Cobb <laughs> last season, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like riding out on Anakin's uh, pod racer engine. So sure, why not? That yeah. probably would be along with what they do. But
1: you're absolutely right, dude. They spend twenty at least 15 to 20 minutes like having an a-team episode where they've got to rebuild something in order for the rest of the show to happen i did like that i didn't mind it but it's like if you wanted to make this episode about boba fett or at least have him in the episode you could have very easily done it in order for them to do what they did with this episode they had to purposely say No, we're making an episode of The Mandalorian and just tug all in. Yeah,
2: I mean, it seems like there was an easy way for them (laughs) to make Boba and Mando kind of like, you know, hey, pal, I'm here to repay your debt. Sounds good, Mando. Let's go kick some ass together, you know. But no, we spent all this time doing stuff that was really cool and I really liked it. But did not progress the plot of this show.
1: No, you could didn't. have cut out most of this. You could have cut out yeah. him visiting the armor, visiting his other you know friend, then fighting. I'm, glad, say, I'm okay with what having what all about that. This, in what about Mandalorian this Mandalorian ring?
0: What about this Halo ring type space thing? Oh, that was dope. <laughs> it's yeah, actually it called cool the
1: Dyson's yeah. ring. But yeah, it was a cool ass looking city. I liked it.
2: I mean, I it's it basically rad. the setting of Halo. But, um, it is, but that's a, called
1: a Dyson's ring. They get stole it, get that it, yeah. from actual science. Yeah, it's it's the same the way spear. that the same way
0: that Star Trek got the Dyson spear.
1: Star Trek st- has stolen literally everything they've ever done. That's one of the best parts about all that math. They stole that. Dilithium crystals is the only. But thing yeah, like
2: this was a cool episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. It was not a good episode of Boba Fett. I guess is my bottom line about that.
1: And is that good or bad?
2: That's, I don't know. I don't know good for
1: either, Mandalorian
2: man.
0: season three because I mean, people reason. are wanting it.
2: Maybe I'm just making it too big a thing about that. Maybe I shouldn't even be thinking of Boba Fett as a separate thing. It really is just a Mando side story anyway.
1: It's the way it really feels like because when this show first came out, there were a lot of expectations because at the end of the Mandalorian season two, we knew what Fett was doing. He was taking over for a gangster. We were expecting him to do a lot more gangster shit. We weren't expecting him to, th- to have paradise. all this, you know, dances with Bantha's moments with with. Uh, uh, I do like that with the it natives. We disgusting. weren't expecting him to have this kinder, gentler sort of sense to him, you know. Basically, hating all of the, his past life, you know, not wanting to be a bitch for Vader and and Jabba anymore. So I get the beef. I get why people are not as excited about the show as they were when it was sort of teased at the end of Mandalorian season two. But with all of that said, I'm wildly entertained by this fucking yeah, show. Yeah. I mean, I said. do
2: like the show and I think that it's an unfair criticism for you to say, it's not what I wanted it to be. And, but you know I can get that. That diminishes your enjoyment. Set us up, Yeah.
1: Cause he was taking over for a gangster. He
2: it's perfectly finished. valid for that to diminish your enjoyment. I'm sure. just saying that like, it's not really a, Critique on the merits of the show itself, oh, judging
1: one hundred percent, judging
2: yeah. based off of like the story they're telling and how they're pulling it off. They're doing a pretty good job, I think
1: so too. I think it's fun. I think it's yeah, I think it's great. And Dave, honestly, you've been really like wild.
2: addressing the elephant in the room, though. Like um. there is not a character for Boba Fett to betray based off of the actual movies. You know, there's plenty yeah. of Boba Fett in like uh Clone Wars. There's plenty of Boba Fett in like the EU. Boba Fett said, like, one fucking line in the original trilogy. Yeah, I know.
1: The original trilogy. The EU the is The only
2: huge time we huge. saw him actually do anything, it was getting yeah. jobbed by Blind Han Solo.
1: The EU is huge. He does have some moments in the animation. I get shit. that. His but comics are actually quite good. Yeah, the comics I'm are sure that is, but, but we was... have
2: long since passed the point where that stuff officially is not No, no canon. the
1: Marvel comics still count. Okay, okay,
2: sure, but I'm talking like and the there's EU. Some-
1: oh, yeah, the EU, no, that does not yeah. count. That does not count at all. But it they're is, still here. If you want to enjoy those, please, please enjoy them. But don't. oh yeah,
0: definitely check out like uh Dark Empire 2 when the oh, shows yeah. back up. Jobless
1: Palace, that whole, you know, anthology. But uh, well, what, what'd you think, Dave? You've been kind of quiet.
0: I was just letting you guys talk it out. Oh, I know. I mean, we I, work too, talk I'm not now. as articulate as you two. So oh. but I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, it might be the best episode of *Boba Fett* so far, but it is a great episode of *The Mandalorian*. Right. I call right. it two point five.
1: That works. Taylor calls it, works.
0: it. Taylor calls it season three, episode one. Surprise! That next that So
1: *Mandalorian* dies, and that's it. <laughs> We're done. But we, but it does,
0: it does help set up the story for for *The Mandalorian* because you know, yeah, you know, he he was taking public transportation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dude! I know he's like taking the bug. I was
2: expecting him to like open up the case at the end, and like someone done I, fucking lost the dark saber. I was, wait.
0: I was expecting yeah. that too. I was, yeah. Earthly. Then
2: I, now I, the TSA rules over Mandalore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually wasn't because, man, they ain't got enough time to get into that. This, this is almost done, but you know? I, I did like the
0: fact that uh, we got to see at least a continuation of the this uh, Mandalorian enclave. Yeah. Even if it is only two people.
1: Now it's just two, what? That's so dumb. No but, wonder they're but,
0: extinct. It's stupid. But yeah, they're stupid. But the thing is, is like, you know, she was talking about Bo-Katan being a cautionary tale. The thing is, Bo-Katan was yeah. given the saber by Sabine, but yeah. Sabine didn't win it in combat. She just picked it up in Darth Maul's lair in Rebels. Yeah. Uh, she figured out what it was early on. She trained with it, but... And she had a lot of the same issues that the Mandalorian is having.
1: Lifting it and... Lifting yeah. it, but... Seems, it, it seems terrible. Uh, Does not seem like a great weapon. That's all I'm no. saying. It is... It can cut through Beskar. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, so, There's David, only, you're more versed in this y'all than y'all I am, so I'm going to so ask scary.
2: you real quick. How is the Darksaber... Is it any particularly better than a normal lightsaber?
1: It can cut through Beskar but
2: can, um can it i mean it didn't yes. cut through mando's basket no, that's how we it won in not, the fight
0: last
1: week it did not want it did not cut through the beskar still it is well i thought that was the whole thing The whole, that they said that in that episode that it can cut through beskar
0: it is she said that you know beskar is not made not meant for weapons it's meant for armor
1: but no but i thought she said the dark saber could cut through beskar she said it the spear cut- could Oh yeah, the yeah. you the know armor. what? You're, I think you might be right, dude. You
0: but you know, you when when right. the Mandalorian fought Darth, so even a uh, better idea Moff Gideon Moth it up. Moff Gideon, yeah, he was he, he wasn't able to cut through the best scar steel or the best scar okay. spear. Okay, but, so that ties back
2: into my question: Is it any stronger than a normal lightsaber, or is it just a lightsaber with a fancy name?
0: I think it's because I think You don't
1: know. I don't, he don't know fucking know. Just like it's, me,
0: I don't know shit either. I don't know if it's any stronger than a regular lightsaber. It's just that it's a it was a, it's it a looked, religious it artifact. Looked. It's a religious artifact steeped in Mandalorian history. Let's get okay. into food news. Let's get into food
1: news. Mmm, yummy. Boba Fett's dumb. You just ruined it for me. <laughs> we got uh, all right. The first one is comic book related. <laughs> Little Caesars has a Batman pizza. If without... I didn't
2: know that was supposed to be Batman's emblem, I probably wouldn't have pieced it together on my own. I
0: would, oh, I really, don't think really that... that I can't associate that with a Batman emblem.
1: Well, that's what it's supposed to be. It's eight bucks starting January 24th. It's well, a Batman not... calzone.
2: Okay. So I'm paying like $3 more than Little Caesars normally charges for less pizza. That's kind It's hot and
1: ready. Yeah, they're hot and ready for five hole.
2: bucks, man. It's
1: not,
0: it's not, it's not less pizza. They got if it's a calzone, it, they've got the ends of it uh, flipped on each other. Yeah, the cut ends it out of the
1: calzone. Those are two. Those it's like a calzone built in, and it comes with sauce. So quit your bitching. It's worth the extra. All two right, bucks. all right, whatever.
0: I mean, right. compared compared to having it from Papa John's or Pizza Hut, that's actually a good deal. Oh come
1: on, man, that's not. We got a local place to the
2: Little box. Caesars is you know, it's cheap and it tastes like it. And that's it's when, fine. It's you when know? the
1: cousins come over.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's that's nothing wrong get, with hitting that yeah. niche, right? Like it's yeah. not particularly good pizza, but it's cost appropriate. You know, when my
1: kids, when my kids cousins come over there. Yeah. It does look like an ax. looks like a fucking battle ax. They do. They'll do this again for yeah. when the Lord of the Rings show. Comes I definitely on, see man.
2: more <laughs> of an ax than a, yeah. than a bat symbol here.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> you, can my axe! you can see that it could with my pepperoni pizza. Uh, all right, now the disgusting one. Hormel is giving away a 15 gallon keg full of chili cheese. Good super, god, it's a super bowl. Per, that's nasty. I can't, uh, that's that just is like, fucking disgusting, this is, this is
0: essentially a very big uh, can of cheese whiz.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not even cheese, whiz, it's like <laughs> pressurized. You have to, oh, I guess cheese whiz is pressurized, but you can't like pump a cheese whiz bottle. You know,
0: well, this is this is actually this is actually kind of a trend because I actually saw some other places offering kegs, but like it was kegs of water. Smart Water is offering like a five gallon keg of water. Different.
1: I yeah, they've been putting like beer in kegs for. I'm
0: talking about non non alcoholic things now. I think a keg
2: should be reserved at least for a drinkable liquid. You can drink this. this, You shouldn't. You really really shouldn't. shouldn't.
0: shouldn't. (laughs) Not unless you have a death wish.
1: (laughs) Alright, so visit hormelchilicheesecake.com and enter for a chance to win it uh, through February 6th. Uh, they're probably going to want you to take pictures and go to the internet. <laughs> so, for, I don't know. Adam, I'm no, sure, has some gross emoji here that I'm not seeing. You're going you're gonna... to... Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> take, it
0: to, take it to a kegger at a frat party and be, like, butt-chugging it. <laughs> oh, my God, why?
2: David... <laughs>
1: Right. Damn you for putting oh! that image in my head. See, that's why you're not. You piece of shit. Fuck you're you, you're not Dana. allowed anymore. Okay, here's the final food news. Okay, okay, those okay. Just, this is those, the
0: McDonald's secret menu, essentially.
1: This is the, the hacks. The four fan-inspired fan hacks starting nationwide. You can order these, okay? But first off, they are not combining them for you.
0: Well, that's how you had to do the secret menu anyways. Right. If you wanted a McGangbang...
2: Come on, they don't which, have one called. The which McGang one of those is the McGangbang? The McGang there bang
0: is not a
1: sen- McGang McGangbang.
0: The McGangbang is essentially where you take a double cheeseburger and a, a one dollar double cheeseburger and a one dollar chicken mix McSam- uh, <laughs> yeah, sandwich, chicken sandwich, and you totally split the cheeseburger in cake two. Cake stand,
1: cake stand with the cheese whiz, <laughs>
0: and you take the t- you split the cheeseburger in two, and you you sandwich the
1: ch- the chicken sandwich between them. That's a McGangbang. All right, well, they don't have that, all right? So you order these, and we're combining things. It's a Hellspawn Gestalt of Nasty, all right? It's like a combiner. It, so is that
2: just like Chicken sports. McNuggets on like a burger there? The we're one getting on to the that, we're right? getting to that. They okay. have the
1: directions here. Oh, Lord. The, uh, hash Brown McMuffin is you get an Egg McMuffin with cheese. And a hash brown, and you slam them together. Okay, first that off, seems reasonable. That I was seem about terrible. To say, that sounds fucking dope. Okay, yeah. that sounds delicious. I
2: mean, I don't think I'd eat any of those like individually, but yeah, that seems like a pretty solid combination. I
1: would so do that. Okay, that sounds fucking. So you have delicious. to get the app. Looks good this. too. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it on the app. Okay. Yeah, of course you got. to. There's always selling something else. Okay, Uh so that's called uh the the hash brown McMuffin. Okay. The next one is the crunchy double. All right. This is I can see we're, that. We're spending a lot of time on this, but this is really important. This is peak fast <laughs> okay. food here. Okay? This is wildly important.
2: Okay, this one also seems okay, you know, yeah, just putting know. McNuggets on your on your burger. That seems okay to me.
0: Really? <laughs> putting McNuggets
2: I would be on your with chicken fries. Mix. I mean, Man. the thing is though, for a lot of these, I'd be okay just eating them separately. Yeah. You know, I,
1: I, I mean, what I, are you doing? Are you like really busy and it's like, "Oh shit." I ain't got time to dunk my nuggets. Let me pour the barbecue sauce on them. If anything, them that would take burger. longer, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, true. If you, if you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, w- I would rather have fries than chicken nuggets.
0: McDonald's fries are nasty. Fries. What? McDonald's fries are nasty.
1: Oh, just relatively speaking to everyone else's. On their own, if there were no other fries anywhere, they would be the best. Okay. Well, this next yeah. One, uh, <laughs> this next one is the uh, the surf and turf. Now
0: this is this is this closest is to a McGangbang, right? Here. <laughs> yeah, this
1: is like close to a McBang a, McGang, a gang. Yeah, I bet trade. they just
2: couldn't put the McGangbang on the app because they don't <laughs> like the name of it. But, yeah, Well, you yeah. can't
1: do it. McDonald's is a – you can't have the same menu that has a Happy Meal with a toy and a – because you're going to get them confused. A Happy <laughs> Meal course. sounds like a McGang
0: I want the McGang Happy Meal, okay. Yeah,
2: I want a toy. Okay, but it. like for this one, if you just forget about that middle layer of bread, I feel like it would be better.
1: No, they have to put the, the middle layer of bread. The thing about the middle layer of bread is you're going to want to order the uh, Big Mac middle layer of bread. You know what I mean? It's thinner. Yeah. It's like not crust on any side. It's like bread on both so why sides. So why
0: didn't they just put a Big a, a Big Mac in here instead of a double Because of the sauce.
1: The sauce. You can't have both sauces. You want tartar sauce and fucking uh, uh, Island Mac sauce? Dude, that's disgusting. No one is ever going to do that. Uh, but, here's they, the but they one. do
0: it with the Lancian and Air.
1: No, this one's disgusting. Okay? Because first of all, where's the air here? The chickens chicken? ain't fucking flying. The chicken,
2: the chicken. Chickens I,
1: don't fly, bro.
2: My process of elimination <laughs> that has to be the chicken because the you know sea's fly. obviously the fish, and you know the cow is the Ronald land. Ronald so.
1: McDonald ain't out there shooting chickens out of the fucking sky. I know
2: man. that chickens can't he fly. He leaves that to just, the hamburger. My process <laughs> of elimination. I mean, what else? I mean, it's, it gets a better ring than like land, land, and sea, right? Yeah,
1: land squared. Two of it sea. by land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two if by land. Dude, that is a much better name for one of these combination sandwiches. Uh, the whole build by hand thing is is ridiculous. Um, we need to start paying these people more money. So that they will take be able to take on the responsibility <laughs> of, of creating my Bang. surf and surf. <laughs> yes, of creating the McGangbang. I mean, honestly, these like
2: are getting like worse as we go from left to right. The first oh, one yeah. that seems the like a pretty good delicious. idea. The second one looks fine. The, the third one delicious. The third one and the fourth one just look like a big old mess to me. You know, it is not yeah. worth it to like, the, like build your sandwich that way. Four, it's like someone's
0: going to do it for a TikTok. video. Here. I I would probably try the first one and the third one.
1: Uh, no, I don't want the fish on the cheese. On the, the
2: one I'm most likely to get would be the second one, but the first one would be good if I liked McDonald's's breakfast food, you know?
1: Oh, you mind can do it. breakfast. All, bre- all fast food breakfast is fucking nasty. Sonic, maybe yeah. burritos, though. How do you hell you fuck up a burrito? All right. Um, Taco uh, Bell I- having breakfast is just like end times, like it was in revelation. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and lo and behold, the breakfast burritos dong (laughs) so yeah there you go order them by name and then you have to build them yourself kind of like a food model kit but this is peak fast food y'all uh no moment of destruction again this week adam is really ruining my mojo there uh let's get into the top three let's talk comic i think dave should go first he missed last week you are on the spot dave yeah you're on the spot big d honorable mentions and numero trace amigo
0: mention number only one this week It's the human target number i think this is three
1: it's four it's four it it's number is four, four. that's on my beautiful art in that yeah. oh, great art
0: uh, yeah. smallwood did a really good job just uh always ice, always ice and uh blue beetle are flying across the country fighting various things that you know just too too small for the justice league and you know Slipping through the cracks. Yep, it just it was just a good, uh, just a good you know story,
1: a- excellent artwork. With all the heroes, you expect there would be no crime. Yeah, you know it just it don't make no but sense. But people, yeah, in the sense.
0: world of superheroes, you know everybody's still yeah, committing everybody crimes. Everybody out and about. Everybody <laughs> out and about. <laughs> we got to keep this industry going somehow. Yep. All righty, I'm going to go ahead and give you my number three pick, and it's a surprise because I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Is the X Deaths of Wolverine number one?
1: Oh man, that is my number one book. Because so we can just talk about it right here, right now. Taylor, did you put this on your list at all? Yeah, it's my number
0: three. Because uh, wow. Okay, so you know I I I don't follow the X Men a whole lot, but because of you guys, I kind of know that Mora Matagat is
1: yeah. you know. I she, love how you say it. It's so hot. <laughs>
0: but she, you know, she, she apparently she's lost <laughs> her mutant ability to re- uh reincarnate. This all happened uh, in
2: Inferno. Mystique shot her with a "You're not a mutant anymore" bullet. Ah, yeah. It's
1: more of
0: like a ray, but yes. But uh, (laughs) but we're going. We it's basically her trying to dodge being assassinated by Mystique. It's action packed, and then Valkyrie Valkyrie shows up. Well, she she, yeah, pretty rad. No, she didn't show up for no reason. Moira was at the hospital. She works at the hospital, and they were yeah. Moira
2: went to her specifically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, you know, Mora, uh, uh, Mystique, and Valkyrie fighting it out in a hospital, and apparently, like a government secret agency is now interested in Mora. Yeah, and yeah. I... Building
1: up an X Force uh, and other X books, but mostly in X Force, also by Benjamin Percy, which I love that he's sort of bringing that into the mix. It was very well done. And
0: I am—I I don't understand the uh, premise behind this uh, Warlock duglock, Wolverine entity and I'm not understanding why Mora's got a Duglock lock hand
1: the reason she's got a Duglock lock hand is because uh, Destiny and Mystique literally tore her hand off to remove a tracking device that Xavier and Magneto had in there so that they could get over on everybody and they did end up getting over on everybody in Inferno That was except basically, for Doug except for Doug Doug saves Moira's life gives her that shit you know that arm so that he could basically keep tabs on her but also to give her a doer also
2: you know i i actually believe him when he's saying he's just like i figured you could use a hand exactly
1: you know? it's a little bit of both but yes cuz uh, i didn't so follow i didn't have, follow
0: anything on inferno but it's
1: well, just it turns this, out well that uh,
2: this is a direct follow up to it and i yeah. do not understand how you got anything out of this book without reading inferno well, first honestly well it, I, is. it, it was. was it was, was so yeah as like sad. an espionage thriller this was yeah, a lot just, of yeah i
0: was about to say it's kind of like a spy noir
1: Agree,
2: 100%. Two things hold it back for me, though. Go
1: ahead.
2: First, it is ridiculous the idea that Mystique would not just instantly be cremated by Valkyrie in a fight. What's this oh, Valkyrie being like, I'll hold her off as long as I can? You mean indefinitely?
1: She doesn't yeah. stand a chance
2: at a fight against you.
1: Yeah, I agree. They are
2: really overhyping Mystique, I sure, think, a little bit.
1: If Valkyrie gave it at all, she'd turn her into, into pulp. Sure. But she would hold back, and I th- believe that Mystique, in Valkyrie holding back would be able to evade.
2: Okay, I could buy that. Like Mystique is like a someone hunting you. Yeah, that's a legitimately scary proposition. And they're using it to good effect here. Because you know, she could be anyone, she could be anywhere. But like the idea that like okay, once Valkyrie has like sniffed her out and they're fighting, it's done. Mystique stands no chance in that situation. Yeah. The other thing holding it back to me though is I don't get the whole Wolverine thing. I'm sick of like being thumbed along here, you know. The, the I want to know what the fuck ah, is yeah. happening in either this, of these books.
0: Because I, I, yeah, the I, book. I, I don't know if this is like something created from Krakoa
1: itself or what. No, 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 this, this is new, brand new. Yeah.
2: Even this if you've been cool. following all the X-Men stuff, this is brand new. I don't know what to tell you.
1: This is brand new. Now, what's going on in X-Lives of Wolverine tied into this, but only at the it very did. end.
2: Yeah, and it so, did it
1: very well, and it held up to the same thing that X-Lives was doing, which is not giving you all of the information at once. We're not really sure why Omega red is truly hunting Xavier through time. We have an idea that it's because of his resurrection. Well, we get why he's pissed, but we
2: don't know like how he's doing yes. this. And we don't know like why Xavier specifically, but yes. yeah, I mean, and those are fine. And I'm sure later on, when we do know what was going on, I'll probably be able to enjoy this more. But for now I, it's just like, why the, what the, what the huh? You know, it, feel, it, it, it feels
1: like Hickman White.
2: A little bit, yeah.
1: A little bit, because the things that are happening that are wanting us to question the future are not as enticing, as satisfying, or quite frankly, as cool as what Hickman gives us in the same context. You know what I mean? Uh, but still, dude, I had a fucking blast with this. I was I, not expecting it to be a Moira story. I was not expecting yeah, it to be a direct um, like, like I said, of I, I. And
0: I that was pretty cool.
2: cool that we're following up with that.
0: I'm not yeah. following a lot of X-Men but because of you guys I do pick up issues every now and then just to read them and yeah. it was I was just like this is a lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah,
1: I was blown away. The art by Federico Vicentini was spot on the action everything was in motion. Everything was moving, everything was was just perfect, dude. I had such look at this. I mean, everything is in motion. I had such a great time reading this comic. Um I, I it's hard to disagree with what Taylor said, but if I'm entertained along the way, I'm willing to wait for the re- those reveals, you know?
2: And that's fair enough. I'm, I'm probably sure. being impatient, but... And like reading number
1: three, so it's not yeah. like you chat all over it. So. Yeah,
2: like, or like yeah. reading this issue this week, it was a little frustrating, but I'm sure once it's, like, a full story, that'll be great, you know?
1: Yeah, and I love the way it crossed over with X-Lives right there at the end. Like, oh, shit, these are... Uh, obviously, they sent this Wolverine from the future... To stop them from doing whatever Wolverine is doing right now, which is jumping into the past to save Xavier, and it's like, oh yes, oh this is it like movie. so X Men, you know, this oh, is like movie days The future's past, yeah, uh, cool. I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll mention Saga, of course. Uh, my favorite panel is the bum need money for drugs. Just, <laughs> I'm sure Saga <laughs> would be in my, my list. If I, I need it. money for beer. I love it. Love it. Waiting <laughs> yeah, for the trade on this one. Just perfect. Just a fun issue. I mean, this book left off exactly, or picked up exactly where it left off. And you can't get better than that, because it was already just amazing. Um, But, uh, again, I do not put uh, those books on the list. uh, Such a contrarian. They're they're retired. They're retired. They're just so good. Uh, Black Panther was great. Uh, The the best part about this, and the only reason I'm mentioning it, uh, the story continued well, but gentle. Uh, who is a Wakandan mutant, uh, is in this. And he picks a fight with T'Challa when T'Challa goes to visit Storm uh, on Mars. And it turns out, throughout this book, T'Challa has been trying to tell these secret agents that he's had, you know, black ops in hiding, deep undercover, telling them, hey, we're cutting this off because you guys know, people know what's up. It turns out that Gentle was one of those in Krakoa that Black Panther, T'Challa, had a spy in Krakoa. And I was like, oh, shit, that was cool. Of everybody
0: that in the world that can have a spy on, in Krakoa, I would have thought that Black Panther would have done it.
1: Right, yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh, right. oh, cool. But it was a three-peat for X-Men for me this week. Uh, Marauder's annual number uh, one, the only one, uh, is my number three pick. Steve Orlando, Creasley, solid introduction to this new team, pushed everything right along. Uh, perfect art. I love this shot of Kate here. Just wonderful. Uh, Here's a whole shot of the team, you know, going into action, new ship introduced, you know, uh, just solid comic booking. Uh, I'm excited for Orlando's run and this, this got us into the pool. I'm ready to go into the deep end now because they're really going to start focusing more on less on the whole trade thing and more on the more, you know, stopping human trafficking, helping mutants out. Um, So, yeah. Great book, great issue.
2: Well, something that's interesting about it is it's kind of uh, also bringing up something that we ourselves have talked about, which is, you know, is it kind of shitty what the mutants are doing, right? Because they are basically throwing aside the idea of coexistence, the idea of equality, and they They address that in that book. They did it through Um, the
1: dumbest character ever, though.
2: They did. It's kind (laughs) of like what you were saying back when we were talking about like Falcon and Winter Soldier, where like they have the character just be a total piece of shit. So that, like, you don't, like, um, you know, necessarily empathize with the point they're trying to make. But this is what's, like, one of those, like, straw man has a point, you know, type of moment.
1: Yeah, Xavier's kind of cast away his dream of of humans and mutants, you know, coexisting by going to Krakoa. At least that's one way you could look at it. Yeah, Uh, and that's an understandable interpretation, though. I mean, I guess, but... Uh, I guess this dude's got some warlocks and shit hanging out and stuff and other humans who shared in that dream, but are now haters. So, uh, yeah, it worked, but I'm ready for shit to get real with Marauders, you know, uh, in Orlando's run, but yeah, this was a solid issue. I liked it. Number three, Taylor.
2: All right. Um, I guess I'll just do my honorable mentions real quick. We already talked about my number three, um, Mm -hmm. devil's reign. Number three, uh, continues to be, you know, a fun read.
1: I had it on my honorable mentions as well. I uh, did
2: like seeing like Luke Cage art. start up his uh his uh mayoral campaign here. Uh, oh yeah, it turns out Iron Man was the chameleon who apparently got his hands on an Iron Man suit. And yeah, we got to see like the multiversal Doc Ox here. Well, that was kind of
1: fun. Yeah, they were in the uh, in the whatever book, the Doc Ock book. Oh, are. I didn't
2: read that. And apparently, it I was, was all right. right
1: too. You you could, you could definitely <laughs> skip it, dude. It's not yeah. very good. Yeah, so, that was but, fun. Um, but they're great in this, and Chichetto drawing them just is awesome,
0: dude. Yeah, it was a good issue. Just yeah a lot going on in there and i'm not yeah. following all of devil's reign so the I, I i didn't realize the main that these, series uh, is
1: enough dude I, i've yeah. read number one of all the tie-ins so far uh except the winter soldier one i didn't pick that
2: one up i didn't pick that one up this week yeah, yeah. um uh, i also um i also enjoyed avengers forever number two um yeah, I think I have it's tougher. basically a uh like yeah uh Robbie is being tortured by the Black Skull and not much really happens in this book. Nothing but
1: happens. It's so hard for me to get in. I really want if, to get into this book, but it's hard. Dude. It
2: was a good little like character vignette for the Black Skull. Yeah. yeah we got to see what a twisted piece of shit he is. Although, kind of like what I was talking earlier about Mystique being propped up, a fucking Venom symbiote should not stand a goddamn chance against a Ghost Rider.
1: With the fire. With yeah. the fire. And the car coming to save him. I loved that um but there were moments but it's like man i just I, it's hard for me to get into that book
2: that's fair yeah, yeah. definitely not in like top three like stratosphere there but sure anyway yeah uh, we already talked about numbers by number three uh X death of wolverine number one love uh, that cover just uh, absolutely yeah. love that cover by yeah. the way
1: or maybe 10 deaths i don't know i don't know whatever it is dave a number two
0: my number two is gonna be saga 55
1: good choice the, the, the
0: saga is always a solid read and i really really
1: need to talk about what happened it's like no i mean because no. it's just everyday shit but then it's just like it's every day sh- you know yeah it's everyday shit
0: awesome. in extraordinary circumstances yeah and I, it's just awesome. I, I i i don't know how how i like the new dynamic with this uh bombazza guy or
1: whatever I'm okay he seems fun um He's gonna die eventually.
0: They and all do. Every we character in die. saga is eventually gonna die. But <laughs> uh, I, I like the uh, dynamic between the Will and Gwendolyn. And oh, well, I of course, I'm really pissed Who at the Will right fair, now.
1: Full frontal.
0: Yeah, I'm really
2: I mean this spoiler world. for something that happened like five years ago. Yeah. yeah the last sure. issue, he killed a major character. That was the yeah. big stinger we've been living but, with for years now.
0: But yeah. he 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 decided to bring the skull of Marco, and that was not I, Well, I, I wasn't I,
2: saying the name. Okay, David.
0: It was creepy, dude. <laughs> it is sexy creepy. creepy. And Gwendolyn's I like, Oh you wow, too. you just saved my political career. So
1: you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, solid issue. Solid issue. That's really all there is to say because I mean, it's, it's the just artwork. moving
0: along. is always good.
2: There's like nothing we can say about it that hasn't already been said. And I get that that's frustrating. Like when I, I, I didn't particularly like, you know, have a lot of fun doing immortal Hulk over and over again, because after a while it's like, it's still good.
1: Exactly, <laughs> you know, dude, exactly. But but so yeah, like,
2: I get that, but you know, but it, recognize it's like a long where,
0: time since we've had saga yeah, and it just it just that's true. recognize and it recognized. And I want to yeah. know more
1: about the spaghetti burritos. Oh man, it sounds delicious. That sounds like a good
0: idea, actually. That's why
1: someone <laughs> I, I does used that. to make spaghetti sandwiches back in the day. I dude, saw a thing
2: in a comic leftover. one time where it was like people put pasta on top of a pizza, and it's like, Oh, do people not already do that? That's it's delish. Sounds yeah. so
1: good. There's at two the bar, Italian flavors at the flavors that at you at bar, need. like a lot of times they'll have pasta. You know, if you go to like all you can eat buffet, pizza buffet, they'll have pasta too. Yeah. I do that shit all the time. It's just giving delicious. You, just giving
0: your pizza extra sauce.
1: Uh, my number two, uh, again, it's all X-Men for me this week. X-Men number seven. Gary this w. is my number one. Uh, dude, just a- amazingly solid issue. Great art. A fun story revolving around the, uh, resurrection protocols, um, and how Cyclops dies like in public. So they can't bring him back. Uh, but it's the art that shines, dude. Look, just
2: yeah, absolutely. This oh is my gosh. this breathtaking art from beginning to end. It was a cool like, oh. it was a cool like building up of a villain we've been introduced to. This, to stasis. Uh, yeah, that's a stupid name, but he I love is. The name.
1: I think it's a cool name.
2: He's really effective, though, in this issue, regardless of how you feel about his name. Like, he does manage to uh, kill Cyclops, and he does so intentionally in a very public place.
1: To try to get over on the resurrection protocols. Almost like he's doing an experiment because he wished to see if you remember this. It's
2: really effective villain stuff, right? Because, like, we can see that he's putting the pieces together, and he had, like, his whole, like, magnificent bastard thing going on where he seemed to have everything planned out perfectly. And I Uh, like his kind of, like, disarming casualness with the way he talks to people you know yeah
1: you think it's somebody we know or you really think it's somebody new
2: i don't know i I mean if it is somebody we know then it would have to be like someone who's not a mutant because then they would just already know about all this right so i don't know another
1: thing you're telling me an entire island millions of mutants and nobody spilled a beans Nobody's on Instagram. I mean, oh, man, this is also day. an
2: island where, like, they could probably put like psychic blocks on you trying to share this information out. Sure. Oh, yeah.
1: That, yeah. Sure. There's probably somebody. I uh, mean, they're
2: obviously you. okay with mind wiping people. Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, that whole idea, the whole mind wipe, worldwide mind wipe, that's my 100% my idea for how to get the X Men into the MCU. You know? Just they've been there the whole time. The first 30 minutes of the X-Men movie could be clips of like the Battle of New York, the Battle of Wakanda, where mutants are just there fighting. You can even have like the Avengers fighting with the X-Men, like against the brood in space. And Xavier just mind wipes everybody on the planet. I mean, that
2: could work, but I, my, I feel like they should just like. Try not to overcomplicate it. Just like, don't
1: come up. I don't with a think that's complicated at all. I think that's the simplest way to do it. I
0: I think we've seen what happens when we have a group of superpowered individuals not get involved in the MCU. The simplest
2: how- way for them to be yeah. there is for them to be there. You know, for them to just like be like, "Hey, we have mutants now." And but and the thing go is, oh, and the...
1: start from like the yeah. Let's beginning. let's see oh, the
2: beginning wow. of the mutant thing. You know, yeah.
1: I think we've seen all that. I don't but know, we
0: like we really do have that. we do have an end now with the multiverse. True that.
2: Regardless, um, I also yeah. like in this issue we get like uh, sync getting some power creep going on here. There's you know? a
1: weird thing happening with sync in terms of omega level mutantum and the death. Yeah, he seems to be uh,
2: to be ascending in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: if he's able to, okay. Basically, what sync does is he is uh, a magnet for mutant powers. He he's... is basically like rogue, but to the nth degree and doesn't steal their powers it's more of like a borrowing of their power so no it got to be if in he proximity borrow- uh-huh. in well that Earth. was
2: before before he had to be like right next to you in order to yes. do it but in this issue he's able to use uh jeans powers even though she's not even on the fucking planet when he she, does it
1: she's he, she's off world she's so on he, mars or Morocco. so here's the thing is he technically an omega level mutant when he's... St- Deals, borrows an omega level mutant's power?
2: No, because his power is the ability to borrow and that is limited by proximity. Or at it's least not it org. was. If it if he can borrow from any mutant anywhere in the galaxy or the universe even, then sure, yeah, he's Omega at this point.
1: See, the definitions of Omega-Level mutantum are really weird, though.
2: But, like, imagine a Sink who could be like, you know, whenever I need it, I could just, you know, activate Magneto's power. It's like
1: dialed uh, uh, H Emperor. for Hero. Dial Emperor. Almost, yeah. you know? He's got to get his decks. What power could I want here, you know?
2: You could get him hanging out with Franklin Richards, and then he could just turn into God whenever he wants.
1: I mean, well, he's not a mute. Well, I guess it's all powers, though. I don't
2: know. Um I, I don't know if they're eventually going to repower, remake uh, Franklin and Mutant or They not. definitely
1: should. They definitely should. I think that's all uh, 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 put on by Xavier to get over on the Richards.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But yeah, dude, Sync is, is crazy off the charts now. Um, and going to be interesting moving forward. I wonder what's going to happen when we have the Hellfire thing in spring, you know, and they change everything. I don't know. I think
2: Polaris is going off the team. I think they're probably going to rotate out the like first one on the chopping block is whoever won the last election. You know, like we know Polaris, they've already introduced the idea of Polaris, like, you know, bowing out of the team soon. And so they're going to replace her with whoever won the recent election. And then maybe there'll be some other reshuffling. I don't know.
1: Well, that's all of Taylor's books. I think he's got his number two, maybe. To- uh,
2: my number but- two was Human Target, another thing that has already awesome. been mentioned, uh, yeah. but I haven't talked about it much yet, so I'll talk about it in a sec.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I'm done.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, so- Human Target. I really love this approach to the story. Like It's a noir type of thing where we're unraveling a mystery, and it's a brilliant setup because basically every issue, we are mingling with a different re- member of Justice League International, you know? We know uh, this time it's uh, Blue Beetle. Last time it was Booster Gold. Next time, or and also last time it was uh, Guy Gardner. Yeah. And uh, next time it looks like we're going to be uh, hanging out with uh, John Jones. But that'll be fun. I like the way he writes the characters. Um, Ted Cord is like lovably goofy in this. Um, It's a legitimately riveting mystery because, like you know, they're doing a good job kind of stringing us along. We're actually making progress every issue. We are getting done it. Yeah, we are getting clues. We are inching closer. So it's not just spinning its wheels. And each issue seems pretty fresh because we get to hang out with a new character. Yeah. I also like this whole aspect where like he is like observing all these fights that they're doing. And um, he's all like, well, it's actually a big it's just all kind of bullshit, actually. Like they look like they're really teaming up and like, you know, getting their dynamic going together. And they did a good job kind of like teasing. Oh, what's he talking about? But then you get to the end of the issue. Ice didn't need Blue Beetle to be there. Right. She could have ended every single one of these fights on her own with ease, but she lets Ted,
1: feel you know, good or, yeah, feel good yeah. about himself. I, that's uh, that's cool.
2: I like the way that they're telling the story. I think yeah. this is this is Tom King at his best. He's playing around with a bunch of action figures and, you know, getting to do his own thing. with it.
1: Yeah. Right, man. No, you're but not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong. I think I might be over Tom King. I mean this issue is maybe great, but I'm
2: also the only one who's stuck with uh, strange adventures. So I guess take that for what you will. That's true. And that was good. I still made yeah. it. All
1: right, those are all our books except for Dave's number one. Number one is
0: gonna be Frontiersman number five.
1: Oh see, I thought for sure you would pull a monstrous out of your ass.
0: I actually enjoyed uh, Frontiers <laughs>
1: number five a little more than Monsters this week. I right, I don't have that cover, man. Go ahead. Uh, I actually right. skip this. I think All I'm going right. to be off this. So so, uh,
0: what's happening is the fallout from issues three and issue four. Where issue three, he kills like one of his old nemesis in the tree in the treehouse, yeah. and it's been it was broadcast across the world. Issue four. Uh, An old girlfriend who basically is a can become a giant woman shows up and they end up having sex on and it gets streamed. Issue five. Issue five is the fallout from this because everybody (laughs) is starting to converge on the treehouse. Frontiersman's daughter is there. Another group of B-rate supervillains show up to protest the fact that he's protesting uh, deforestation and climate change because they're like, you're no heir to the animal kingdom. There's one guy and there's called like the king of beast. And yeah. he's just like amalgamation of, you know, all these different animals uh, put together. And he's just like,
1: you know, like a chimera looking dude. He,
0: yeah. He's a chimera kind of guy. They got this other creature. That's like, a uh, it will take out organs and use them for its own means. And they got some monstrous bear And the most normal one is a Valkyrie looking character. But, but I mean, it's imaginative
1: and I get it. They
0: all show up. They all show up and they get their asses handed to them by this old man. Yeah. And he's like, You kids aren't even blips on the radar. You're no way you're my nemesis. And he's like, I hope you got a good shot. (laughs) But he's like, He's also like worried because now he's going to have to face charges for killing the other guy from issue three. And it's just this crazy
1: oh hey where, Andy thanks for coming by
0: where everybody everybody who hates this guy shows up to get a piece of this guy and he sends them all packing except for the guy in issue 2 where it's like yeah. you know the, the the Dr. Manhattan type guy who just wants to contact the woman his girlfriend or whoever this, that woman was but this this thing is crazy because even one of the characters in the book is like how can one person have so many
1: fucking enemies and why do they keep showing up here this book is weird because it's, like, a throwback, but it's relevant, and it I don't know. To me, it feels like it's way too all over the place in terms of its themes. Like, is it trying to be updated, or is it trying to be, like, updated with this smirk about old people? Is it I, being respectful to old people, or is it shitting on old people? I think it changes. You know what I, I, I think mean?
0: It, I, I think that dynamic changes from book to book because— yeah. Because they're really, they you know, like his daughter's really upset with him because of yeah. all the stuff that's happening, and it's getting you know, and she's not happy about the sex being broadcast. Of course not. Uh, she and you but know, he's doing just what he would have done he, back in the doing, day. He's doing all the sex stuff. in the tree was what he
1: used. That was like his thing.
0: Yeah, but he he but apparently he had retired and gone into hiding. Yeah, and now that he's where everybody can find him, everybody that wants a
1: piece is showing up. And they are getting their asses handed to them. But it's kind of like he—he's also not ready for the modern world. Yeah, yeah you know he, what I mean. He, is kind, of, he is kind of—he is kind of a fish
0: out of water in some circumstances. Yeah. but I it's
1: just—it's just this fun book. It's—it's it's all right. I love you. Uh, my number one was X Deaths, which we already talked about. Fantastic issue. Can't wait to—we'll be talking about this every week. It may get retired, you know, by the end of the month. So. Uh, and then Taylor's number one was X-Men, which had just some of the most amazing art in it this week. Love that shot of, of Wolverine, dude. So great. Awesome books. So, uh, man, I had all X-Books in my list this week, and I'm so happy I did. Just so good that... And the X-Men are technically off right now, right, while it's building up to Destiny of X. But just three yeah. just great X-Books this week, so... Uh, That's it. Those are our top three, man. Thanks everybody for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Uh, Keep coming back. We're doing another show tomorrow night uh, where we'll talk about crossover number 11. Uh, I've actually already read it. It's huge, big, huge reveal, Uh, but we're going to talk about all the new comics dropping later on this week. So uh, definitely come back. Uh, Stay tuned to this station later. Uh, Comic book bullies will be having their show later on tonight. Uh, Leroy and Eli, Talking all kinds of stuff. Uh, Eli is very, very upset at uh, Book of Boba Fett uh, because he is just a huge Boba Fett fan. He thought the show was going to go in a different direction. Uh, There's still two episodes left, so holding out hope. Don't worry, he'll get his big—he'll get his big gangsters versus bounty hunters fight. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But for everything we got going on, go to outrekicker.com. We got a list of links there to our social media. Uh different stuff. Patreon, uh, just the tip, just a buck, uh, merch, all kinds of shit. Uh so yeah, we got all kinds of other videos going on throughout the week. Definitely keep checking us out. Again, thanks to all y'all for hanging out and listening. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. You're welcome. We're gonna do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Man Taylor, so thankful
0: we're here to do it. I mean, you like, you know,
2: kind of cut me off before I could say
1: anything.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but.